1: Tanner Fuller Gibbler fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of, oh my lanta, holy chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. How's everyone doing today? It's February 1st. Oh, can't believe it. We already knocked out the first month of 2021. Wow. What a month it's been. <laughs> so... February 2nd, a Fuller House cast member is celebrating a birthday, Sonny Bringas, who plays Ramona Gibbler on Fuller House, and I usually, I tend to celebrate the main cast member's birthdays of Full House and Fuller House, and the episode I've chosen for Sonny Bringas is Season 3, Episode 6, My, 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 Ramona. Which, of course, I'm sure it's based on the song, My Sharona. This episode aired September 22nd, 2017. In this episode, when Jackson frets over a bird that flew into a window, DJ gets the feeling that there's another veterinarian in the family. Fernando and Kimmy fight over Ramona and Max freaks when Tommy destroys his stuffed unicorn. This episode's got a 7.2 out of 10 based on 225 ratings. See, we do have one guest star. We have returning Janet, the receptionist that works at the Harmon Fuller Pet Care Clinic. She's played by Kimberly Drummond. And no, I'm not kidding. If you're a Different Strokes fan, you'll recognize that name. (laughs) This episode was directed by Jody. Margolin Han. I, I I apologize if I um messed up the name. Writer Jeff Franklin, the creator, also written by Jerry Collins, Edie Faye, and Katie Spur Kate Spurgeon. Excuse me, Kate. I yeah I like that that duo. Uh, Faye Faye and Kate, they do a good job. But the everyone does an amazing job with this show. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, let's see. Yep, I kind of figured. Trivia, the episode's title is a reference to the next song, My Sharona. In Full House Season 2, Episode 4, DJ becomes the owner of a horse named Rocket. She allows Stephanie to own the tail, which Stephanie names Buttercup. The pony given to Ramona in this episode is also named Buttercup. Okay. The 19th appearance of Dr. Harmon. How is that really trivia? I don't really think that's trivia. Alright, let's look at some user reviews. And of course, there's only one. Of course, we all know who it is. The Ever-Faithful Power Man Dan gives this a 7 out of 10, titling it Likeable Stuff. This review was published June eleventh, 2019. After rescuing a bird, Jackson becomes his mom's assistant. He is more of a secretarial type, not bad stuff. Fernando makes Ramona... Her own room at his house. It is part candy store and dance studio, and it is all hers. Cool stuff. Kimmy retaliates by getting her a white pony. Cute stuff, but it is all over much too quick. I wanted more of this. Tommy rips up Max's favorite stuffed animal. It is a shabby, okay, power man then. I do not like that word you're using. I'm not even going to say it. It is a shabby unicorn. They should have given him a better-looking stuffed animal. To comfort him, Stephanie gives him Mr. Bear. This Mr. Bear has grayer fur, but still close enough for a major awe. Actually, I'm... Oh, hold on, let me finish. Not much is here in terms of morals. Ramona's plot happens too fast, but at least this is thumbs up material. Yeah, Power Mandan did did say something that I am offended by. Uh, (laughs) I I don't like that at all. That actually, that unicorn that's Max's stuffed animal, that's Elias Harger's stuffed animal, stuffed unicorn uni. That's is his that he owns that he's allowed to use in the show, which I think is cool that they wrote that in there. Okay, before I officially get into the podcast, I always like to let the Tanner newbies know I want to thank you for jumping on the Tanner train of this podcast, and I want to let you know where you can find the podcast on social media. The podcast has its own Facebook page, just type in Full House or Fuller House Podcast. The All My Lanto Holy Chilupas podcast will pop up. Also on Instagram, OMHC Full House Fuller House Pod. And Twitter, OMHC Full House. The podcast also does have an email address if you want to send your top five best worst episodes list, if you have a favorite character, if you want to talk about. Your favorite memories, how the show has affected you growing up or a, a character that you can relate to any of that stuff or if you just have an opinion on one of the episodes I've covered or are going to cover am going to cover in the future, the email address is omHcfhfh podcast at gmail.com. And lastly, as you regular podcast listeners know, I do not do Patreon. I don't ask for that kind of support for the podcast. What I do ask is a moment of your time just to go on iTunes and leave a timed review. All five-star reviews do help the podcast get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans like yourselves. So I wanna wish Sonny Bringus a happy birthday, February 2nd. And let's get on with this fun. I a lot of these fuller house episodes I've only watched one time around, and then the next time I watch them is usually gonna be for the podcast. Unless unless it's a holiday episode, which I will watch it around the holiday. That's just how I that's how I do. Alright, well, let's get into it. Alright, so it looks like it's breakfast time. Kimmy is at the stove, making breakfast, and I love how Stephanie goes up and, like, places an order, can I get scrambled eggs with some peppers in them, but not green peppers, just the orange ones. Oh no, I'm sorry, no, it's DJ who's whisking what could be scrambled eggs, and Stephanie asked for scrambled eggs with peppers, but not red ones, the orange ones. And she also adds, oh, also chopped scallions and jack cheese sprinkled on top. Does this look like an IHOP? Stephanie. (laughs) Oh yeah, some jack cheese sprinkled on top not melted inside. Oh my God. Oh, Kimmy is also puts an order for a hard-boiled egg. Kimmy says, the key with this cook is to keep it simple. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) They <laughs> yeah, act like they're like really at a Denny's or an IHOP, pla- placing a special order. I love DJ's response. She's, you know, this isn't an actu- ac- this isn't actually a restaurant, right? <laughs> Kimmy says, yeah. I think my Yelp review made that clear. <laughs> so Jackson comes in the back door into the kitchen. He's got a shoebox with a cover on it. He's like, guys, you will not believe what happened. A bird flew straight in the window, and he dropped right at my feet. And Jackson's like, I thought he was dead, but then I heard a little cheep-cheep sound. And Jackson continue, continues, like, which I'm pretty sure that in bird that means, help me, help me. And he hands the shoebox to, well, actually, no, it's not really a shoebox. It's more like just a a box that you would put a garment in or a scarf. Anyway, so he hands that off to DJ since, you know, she is the veterinarian. Oh, yeah, when DJ lifts the top of the box, it says Jimmy Choo. So, okay, so it was for, what, probably a, I don't know, Jimmy Choo, what is that? Like, uh, oh my gosh. Oh no, that was Jimmy Chung. I'm sorry. No, that was from the uh, the IQ Man episode of Full House. This is Jimmy Choo, and it does look. I'm looking at the Jimmy Choo website, and it does like like Jimmy Choo specializes in in shoes and flat wear, or uh, yeah, not flatware like silverware. I meant like uh, shoes. So. And when she lifts the box, this clearly does not look like a bird that is normally outside, I don't think. This definitely looks like a bird that you would get at a pet shop. Like a little, a yellow finch or something. And I don't know all of my bird breeds, but... Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, there's some shoes in there. And DJ's like, well, I'm happy that you were, you know, trying to help the bird, nothing looks broken, but I wish you had taken out my new Jimmy Chews first. Jimmy is in love with this bird, as she pulls the box towards her, and she says, oh, what a cute little bird, I'm gonna name you Jasper, and train you to sit on my shoulder, <laughs> yeah, she can, <laughs> we'll go everywhere together, and tell each other secrets, and be best friends forever. Oh, Kimmy. <laughs> cool. The bird's like, uh eh, no thank you. And the bird just flies away. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the bird's like, ah, I don't think I'm down with that. Bye. <laughs> and then Kimmy's like, darn it. I came on too strong again, didn't I? So DJ is so proud of Jackson for rescuing that little bird. And she says, you know, I did the same thing similar to... You know, when I was your age, and now I'm one of San Francisco's hottest vets. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was wondering the same thing, Kimmy. she's like, hot like popular or, or hot like attractive? Let me guess. DG's going to say both. <laughs> DG just says yes. That's right. Season three does take place during the summer. Because she mentions how Jackson can come to the vet clinic after his summer school class and she tells him how he could be her assistant so he can kind of see you know how things go behind the scenes. DJ oh my gosh she's just so excited she says who knows maybe animal care is in your blood. Jackson's downpour is like yeah sure mom I mean I've always had a special connection with animals and Cosmo is right there. (laughs) Jackson gets down on his knees and says, right, Cosmo? And Cosmo's like, bye. Just like that bird.
2: Bye. Can I get my eggs scrambled with bell peppers? Uh, But not the red ones, just the orange ones. Oh, and chopped scallions and some jack cheese sprinkled on top, not melted inside. What?
0: The what? This is not IHOP.
2: Just a hard-boiled egg for me. (laughs) The key with this cook is to keep it simple. You know this isn't actually a restaurant, right? <laughs> yeah, I think my Yelp review made that clear. Guys, you won't believe what just happened. A bird flew straight to the window, and he dropped right at my feet. I thought he was dead, but then I heard a little cheep-cheep. Which I'm pretty sure is a bird for, help me. So, here, Mom, cheep-cheep. Okay, let Dr. Fuller have a look-see? Look like anything's broken. I think he was just stunned. I am so proud of you for finding a shoebox and helping him. Although I wish you had taken my new Jimmy Choo's out first.
0: <laughs>
2: what a cute little fella. Oh, I'm gonna name you Jasper and train you to sit on my shoulder. God, we'll go everywhere together and tell each other secrets and be best friends forever.
1: Nope. Bye. <laughs>
0: He's gone. Darn
2: it. I came on too strong again, didn't I?
0: Yeah, you kind of
2: like you did. Jackson, I love that you rescued that little guy. You know, that's exactly the kind of thing that I did when I was your age. Now I'm one of San Francisco's hottest bets. Hot like popular or hot like attractive? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey. Why don't you come to the pet clinic with me after summer school today? You could be my assistant. You could see how we do things. Who knows? Maybe animal care is in your blood. Sure, Ma. I've always had a special connection with animals. Right, Cosmo? Bye.
1: (laughs) So after Jackson walks out of the kitchen after being rejected by Cosmo, (laughs) DJ is like, oh, she's gushing. She's like, oh, was not that so beautiful? And I love Kimmy's response. It'd be more beautiful if I had a hard-boiled egg in my mouth. (laughs) So Max comes down carrying Uni, his stuffed unicorn. And he's like, oh, what a night. And DJ's like, oh, what happened? And he tells her, well, I had a dream. That somebody washed all my sweater vests in hot water and they shrunk and the colors ran together. And I had to go to school in a, a, a t shirt. Because we all know Max loves his vests. He's been wearing vests since season one. And DJ's like, oh, wow, what a nightmare. And Max says, but lucky for me, my best pal was there when I woke up. Thanks, Uni. Aw, He hugs his. Stuffed unicorn. So Ramona comes downstairs and asks Kimmy if she can take her to the dance studio early. She has to work on her audition for SAFSPA. and that almost sounds like what was it? Uh, FAFSA? Is that the? It's like the financial aid type thing for college, right? I mean, that's what it's... at first I thought that's what Kimmy was gonna be confused about. Because Kimmy looks at her confused, like, shouldn't you be working on your audition for the San Francisco School of the Performing Arts? And Ramona's like, mom, that's what I just said. It's literally the same thing. I do understand why you use the abbreviations, because it's a lot faster. And Kimmy's like, oh, I'm not myself. I just lost a bird who was my best friend. I think the bird would beg to differ, Kimmy. (laughs) So in pops Fernando, and he tells Ramona he has a wonderful surprise for her. Because, you know, he bought the Kimmy's house next door. (laughs) Ramona's so excited, she's like, oh, what is it? And he's like, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's a new bedroom for you at my house. (laughs) She is so excited, like, oh, a new bedroom, that's awesome. And Kimmy's a bit surprised. Like, why would she need a new bedroom? She has a bedroom, a nice bedroom, here in this very house. So, this is where in this episode, Ramona, um, uh, Ramona's gonna be kind of caught between Fernando and Kimmy as they're playing competing parent. Like, who do you love more? Which, ugh. I just, I don't, I'm, relieved that I didn't have to go through something like that. I already kinda of saw that in um Ramona's not so epic birthday where they Kimmy and Fernando were competing and arguing. Well actually no, they're mainly just arguing over Ramona and what she deserves and this and that. And it's just here it's like, yeah, Kimmy and Fernando are constantly upping each other as far as oh your dad got you a new room i'm gonna do this for you and it's gonna be a hundred times better so it's like oh don't don't do that to your kids yeah kimmy's like why does ramona need a new bedroom when she has a beautiful one right upstairs and fernando says well oh, you're always saying that ramona should feel equally comfortable at my home i mean this is early season three and i believe he did just buy the house, which I don't know who was living there after the Gibblers moved out. Kimmy looks at Fernando, it's just like, I never said that. <laughs> or Ramona is just standing there, like, oh my gosh, they're going at it again with this. And Fernando's like, oh yeah, that, wait, that was me. So they start arguing it. Well, Fernando is arguing in Spanish. I think Kimmy is arguing in whatever. Spanish that she says, "Hola" and a bunch of others. Ramona's like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop! Don't are. Why are you? Yeah, she's saying, "Hola, mi amor, Kimi, cómo esta? (laughs) I think those are. That's right because in Full House she was barely passing Spanish, yet back in Well, that was at the end of season five. In season two, in the El El Problemo Grande de DJ, Kimmy was getting, like, a B or a C in Spanish because she'd seen La Bamba five times. Her I asked, like, what are you arguing about? And Kimmy's like, I have no idea. I don't speak Spanish. That's blatantly obvious, Kimmy.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: wasn't that a beautiful moment? It'd be a lot more beautiful with a hard-boiled egg in my mouth. (laughs) What a night. What happened? I had a dream. Somebody washed all my smart vests in hot water. For me, my best pal was there when I woke up. Thanks, Yuni. Hey, Mom, can you take me to the dance studio early today? I need to work on my audition for SASPA. Shouldn't you be working on your audition for the San Francisco School of the Performing Arts? (laughs) Mom, that's the same thing. (laughs) I'm not myself. I just lost a bird who was my best friend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Lamona, I got a wonderful surprise for
2: you. Ooh, what is it?
0: I'm not going to spoil it, but it's a new bedroom for you at my house. <laughs> oh rats! I spoiled it.
2: A new bedroom, That's well, awesome. Why would she need a new bedroom when she already has a beautiful one right here at this house?
0: Well, you know, you're always saying that Ramona should feel equally comfortable in my home.
2: I've never said that. Oh yeah, that was me. They <laughs> want well, <laughs> what are you arguing about? I have no idea. I don't speak Spanish.
1: <laughs> so Fernando takes Ramona and Kimmy into Ramona's new room, which honestly does not look much different than the room she already has. There are a couple curtains up blocking a couple of the walls, probably for the big reveals. And there's already a bed there. And Ramona, her one word to describe it is, it's very understated. Does that mean, like, ordinary? Like, not really... Maybe she was expecting big and bold and great and amazing and Yeah those 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 curtains against the walls are just woo. Kimmy, of course, calls it shabby chic without the chic. Fernando says, Ah, oh, but what is this? He pulls back the curtain. It says Ramona's World. And I wasn't sure what exactly that thing was, but Ramona Tells us, oh, it's a frozen yogurt machine. A built-in frozen yogurt machine? Whoa. Kimmy looks at it and is like, huh, chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. How boring. And she also adds, you forgot about the toppings. My guess is he didn't. He pulls back the second curtain, and there are so many toppings for frozen yogurt. I mean, there's... A bunch of different types of gumballs, there's, looks like a bunch of, like, um, jelly beans, gummy bears, whatever you can think of type of topping. (laughs) And Ramona's like, Kit Kats and gummy bears and Milk Duds, oh my! (laughs) Fernando also points out the red button. You probably didn't notice this, and Ramona is a little nervous, like, uh, what happens if I push it? And Fernando says, well, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but it's a dance studio. Oh, my goodness. So she hits the button and lights come on. The bed is actually on a platform and lifts up into the wall where we see a glass mirror and a ballet. I'm just going to call it a ballet bar because I don't know the proper term. There's even a disco ball. So, Kimmy turns on Fernando. She says, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to bribe Ramona to spend more time at your house. Kimmy tells him, your plan is not going to work. Sorry to bust your bubble. And Fernando's like, oh, did somebody say bubble? He runs over and hits the other red button on the wall. And it's a bubble machine. And we see bubbles floating from the ceiling. Wow. Clearly, a lot of money went into doing this. For Ramona, Ramona starts spinning. She is so excited. I never want to leave this room. <laughs> and the audience just loves, loves the room. Just, oh, oh my gosh! I love that. I love that topping stage. I mean, look at all that candy. A person would have so many. Can- oh my god! They'd have to have dentures. Ah, but the candy. Oh, the candy. It's just like her own candy shop. Although they're toppings for frozen yogurt.
2: It's very understated. Yeah, like shabby chic without the chic. Ah,
0: but what is this? Oh,
2: my own frozen yogurt machine? With your name bedazzled, just like the young people enjoy. <laughs> hmm. Chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. How boring. Very you
1: Neapolitan.
2: You're right. I did forget all about
0: nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kit-caps and melt and gummy bears, oh my!
0: Did you notice this bottles?
2: What happens if I press it?
0: Well, I do not want to spoil the surprise, but your bedroom turns into a dance studio! (laughs) Push it! Push it! Oh, that
1: is wild! Oh, that is so cool! My own dance studio!
2: (sighs) (laughs) I know what you're up to. You're trying to bribe Ramona to spend more time at your house. Well, your little plan is not going to work. Sorry to burst your bubble.
0: Did somebody say, come bon? <laughs> Oh, wow. I don't ever want to leave this <laughs>
1: room! Let's jump back over to the house. The Tanner Fuller house. Gibbler house. We got Jimmy on the floor... He crisscross applesauce. He's got Tommy in his lap. He's doing the My Little Piggy on Tommy's toes, <laughs> and he's like, "This little piggy went to the market. This little piggy stayed home because he has angoraphobia." Ang- oh, angoraphobic. Yeah, uh, no, angoraphobic. Okay, so that term I had to look up when I was covering um the Charlie Brown Christmas special, which is on the podcast, because I I wasn't sure, well, actually, when Lucy lists those phobias, she does give a definition of what each one was, whoops, is, sorry, that was my lunch timer. Jimmy continues with the song, he's like, and this little piggy had roast beef because, and his neighbors felt uncomfortable because they were cows. Oh, God. I gotta say, I definitely like Jimmy's jeans with the uh the ripped holes in the knees. So Max comes down with uni and asks Stephanie if she can keep uni company. Well, Max and Jimmy go make some sandwiches. And Jimmy's like, Sandwiches, that'll go great with lunch. And as soon as Max and Jimmy are out of the room, Tommy goes straight for Uni, saying, hi, horsey, rocking him back and forth. This makes me think of when Michelle took Mr. Bear. Stephanie sits up and says, that's right, yes. She's a horsey with a horn. She's a unicorn. Of course, Jimmy calls from the kitchen, Stephanie, we can't find the sandwiches. Well, you make the sandwiches, Jimmy? Oh, my goodness. Like how Stephanie's like, sorry, Tommy, I have to go help the other babies. Tommy's just whipping that unicorn back and forth.
0: This little piggy went to market.
2: (laughs) This little piggy stayed home
0: because he was agoraphobic.
2: Okay. This little piggy had roast beef, which made the neighbors feel uncomfortable because they were cows beanie company come on jimmy let's get sandwiches sandwiches
0: yeah sandwiches
2: that'll go great with lunch (laughs) hi oh that's right she's a horsey with a horn she's a unicorn stephanie we can't find the sandwiches (laughs) sorry tommy i gotta go help the other babies You want a sandwich
1: because we want ice cream sandwiches. Oh, oh, ice cream sandwiches found it right here
2: in the box with a picture of an ice cream sandwich. Oh, oh.
1: I love ice cream sandwiches. Go, oh, my gosh.
2: Play with you. Are you crazy? Kumari is <laughs> everything and
0: gets his hands on. He's like baby Hulk. Poor kid.
2: <laughs> Poor kid. Max, I am so, <clears throat> so sorry. Minnie was my best friend in the whole world. And now she's gone forever.
0: Stephanie, don't touch anything. This is a crime scene. Give <laughs> me So
1: Stephanie Stephanie, of course, is on crutches, and she comes into the kitchen. She asks Max and Jimmy, why are you looking for sandwiches in the freezer? Max turns around and says, We're looking for ice cream sandwiches. I love ice cream sandwiches. I haven't had one in years. I remember as a kid we used to get the um the country fresh ones. Granted I lived in Michigan at the time, so. First Street brand Neapolitan Ice Cream sam- Ugh. Neapolitan! Uh, I still don't understand why my dad would buy that. We would always... We'd have chocolate first, then we'd have vanilla, then... No, we'd have chocolate, then strawberry, and then vanilla, I think. Yeah, vanilla was always the last one standing. I'm sure you're all, like, wondering, why don't you just take an ice cream scoop and roll it across and get all three flavors? It's like, because... That's just not what we did. I mean, I'm sure there are other people out there that usually would eat each individual flavor instead of just getting a scoop of all three together. I don't know. I'm just, I've never been huge on Neapolitan. I mean, it definitely would not be my first choice. Down here in Texas, they have um bluebell ice cream. And I don't know, I don't know if they have that in Michigan. Um, in Michigan, they had like Hudsonville ice cream and stuff like that. But there's this millennium type ice cream, and it's really good. It's vanilla. It's got caramel. It's got walnuts and pecans. And oh, it's millennium crunch. It's what it is. Okay, vanilla flavored ice cream with chocolate and caramel chunks, pecans, almonds, and walnuts. I also really love Ben and Jerry's gimme s'mores. Oh, so good. So, Jimmy gives himself and Max an ice cream sandwich. Max is the first to walk through the door and see the destruction. And I'm like, how? How did Tommy rip that toy apart with his bare hands? He's a He's a toddler. I mean, you see, stuffing everywhere and... Just uni's body, just in different air. Like here's a leg, here's another leg, here's the head, here's a. I don't know if she had a tail, but my goodness. I mean, think of if you never, if you're a sibling, and you, you, if you have a favorite toy, and your younger sibling broke your toy, you'd be upset, especially if it's something you've had for a long, long time. And Matt's just like, no! And Jimmy comes in and he says, no! Because he's like basically pulverized in his hand his ice cream sandwich. And Stephanie comes in on her crutches and she's surprised. No! Like, oh my gosh. And Tommy's just sitting there with what's left of Uni's body and he says, horsey poo poo. Like, what? They're stuffing all over! Oh my gosh! And Max is like, Tommy, no! What do you do? And Stephanie comes in and is like, No, Max, it's it's not Tommy's fault, it's mine. And Stephanie tells him, Look, I let Tommy play with uni. Max whirls on Stephanie and he's like, Are you crazy? Tommy destroys everything! He gets his hands on. I love Max's describing Tommy. He's like Baby Hulk. Oh, you know, I was just thinking. The way that Max is reacting, just shouting at Stephanie. And I'm just thinking back on Full House. Did any of the kids ever yell at any of the adults like Max is yelling at Stephanie? right And he's literally screaming at her. Of course you know Stephanie feels horrible. And so does Tommy because he gives Max his little fire truck as a, a consolation prize or a, I'm sorry I ripped up your toy. Yeah, Tommy hands his fire truck to Max and says, "Sorry." And Max says, "Thank you, Tommy. I know you feel bad as well you should." This kid up oh, I don't know whether it's Dash or Fox or both of these kids sending. They're like little pogo sticks of energy. And you're just like, he's he's just bouncing on the, you can't see his feet, but he's like, like he is just ready to unleash that energy. And I think he's like ready to race around the room. He's just like vibrating with energy, literally this kid. And Max says, I forgive you, sort of, not really, too soon, here's your truck back. Stephanie says to Max, Max, I am so sorry, she is really bu- broken up about it. And Max just looks at her and says, Uni was my best friend in the whole world, and now she's gone forever. Max runs upstairs and Stephanie goes to examine uh, the pieces of Uni, but Jimmy's like, Stephanie, don't touch anything. This is a crime scene. (laughs) Stephanie's expression like, what? (laughs) So now we're going to head off to Harmon Fuller Pet Care, where DJ and Matt are working on one of the pets. And Matt's like, oh, so Jackson rescued a baby bird, huh? You think that he might have what it takes to be a vet? DJ tells Matt, he did. I think I saw real veterinarian instincts. Or just someone who saw an animal in danger and wanted to help them. DJ is really excited about the idea that Jackson could one day maybe become a partner here at Harmon Fuller Pet Care. Like, if this, she really wants this to turn into, develop into something. And she says, and we would would become Fuller Fuller and Harmon. She, she's just envisioning her and Jackson working together at the pet clinic. She tells Matt, yeah, and then you'd be paging Dr. Fuller, and we both be like, yes. <laughs> Definitely, this version of DJ is a lot more peppier. A lot more in your face with the excitement. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. People do change and evolve over time, you know, their personality as, you know, a kid or a teenager versus when, you know, 30 years down the road and they're like 40 years old. Their personality might, plus she's, you know, a parent and stuff. I don't know. But I think, honestly, in these performances with Candace, you know, reprising her role as DJ, I think we see more Candace coming out than we see... You know the character because when we left off, the character of DJ was gra- going to be graduating high school. She's going to her senior prom, and 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 a lot of time has passed where she's developed, you know, mothering skills and and everything. And and she just goes on like, "Oh, it would be hilarious." And Matt's like, "Yeah, imagine the crazy mix-ups." And she's like, "I know." It's just so, oh my gosh. That's what I love about this show. It's so vibrant and so full of life and full of energy. There's never a dull moment. Here comes Jackson in the same blue scrubs that Matt and DJ are wearing. He's like, hey guys. And DJ turns to him and says, oh my Lanta, my little boy is turning into a doctor. He hugs him and he's like, uh, take it easy, Mom. And she she backs him like, I'm sorry, I'm just so proud. (laughs) Proud. So, Matt luckily brings him back home as he explains to Jackson, Hey, Jackson, guess what? Today we're going to do something very fun. Did you know that animals get tartar on their teeth just like people? And DJ also explains that it's important to scrape it off at regular intervals. Matt adds, and one way to find out if your dog is due for a cleaning, smell its breath. So they're going to have Jackson go on and get, as Matt says, get under the hood there. <laughs> and smell that dog's breath. It's it's a white little dog. It looks like it could very well be a terrier of sorts. I'm not sure. Yeah, the dog's got stinky breath. It's Jackson's <laughs> And the dog lifts its head. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, definitely. DJ, oh, calm down, girl. I get it. She's excited. She's like, you are absolutely right. Look at you with your first diagnosis. Well, it was pretty much (laughs) The man already said that. I mean, that's why the dog's there to get its teeth cleaned, right? (laughs) Here comes Janet. Oh, I miss Janet. She is such a sweetheart. I love her sassy comebacks. We don't see her that much. But she comes in, it looks like, I think, in this episode, she must have something going on where she has to leave, because think that Jackson ends up being a receptionist, kind of taking over the phone calls and all that fun stuff. But she's like, oh, look at you, Jackson Fuller! Looking snazzy in your uniform and your scrubs. Oh, she's going to, oh, she's taking a lunch break, so Jackson can man the phones for a bit. I love it. She's like, if that's okay with you, Dr. Jackson got an elbow wing it. <laughs> Oh. I literally, oh, I just, I, I, not just the main cast, but the, the additional cast. And so I, everyone brings their energy. I just, it seems like it's such a fun time on I'm sat and just, everyone just brings their A-game and their energy and everyone's just bubbly. And I just, I I love it. I love it. (laughs) And Jackson's like, oh, take your time, Janet. You've earned it. (laughs) And Jackson's like, being a doctor is fun. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure it has its rewarding moments. So, DJ brings out the uh, tooth scraper and... Mentions we're going to do that to the tooth for five minutes, and Jackson's like, Oh, and then we're done. And DJ says, Uh, no, and then we move on to the next tooth. I'm not sure, how many teeth dogs have in their head, but I'd say it's a bit. It sounds like a very lengthy process. Well, not to mention, don't I don't know if dogs have to. I mean, depending on. Because I know Quinn eventually is going to have to get her teeth cleaned one day. That's going to be a nightmare. Um. But don't they have to put him out for that or put him under or whatever? I'm not sure. So the phone rings and Jackson excuses himself. Oh, there's a phone. Sounds important. I got to go. And (laughs) DJ's like, well, hurry back. We're doing a neutering nest. Chop, chop.
2: (laughs) Yee. So Jackson really rescued a bird, huh? He did. I think I saw real veterinarian instincts. I mean if this turns into something, he could be a partner here someday. And we would be come Fuller, Fuller, and Harmon. And then you'd call out Paige and Dr. Fuller and we'd both be like, yes, and it would be so hilarious. Imagine the wacky mix-ups. Oh no! Stop it, stop it. We have to go to work. oh i'm sorry i am just so proud you're turning into a doctor so jackson today we are starting with something really fun did you know that animals get tartar on their teeth just like people yeah so it's important to scrape it off at regular intervals and one way to find out if your dog is due for a cleaning smell its breath Mm -hmm. so why don't you go ahead and get under the hood there oh yeah yeah, yeah, he's due. Uh, you are absolutely right. Look at you with your first diagnosis. <laughs> oh, 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 looking snazzy in your scrap Jackson Fuller. Thanks, Janet. You can handle phones. we go going to take a lunch break now. If that's okay with you, <laughs> Dr. Jackson. Oh, take your time, Janet. You've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dr. fun. It really is. So. This is a tooth scaler. We're gonna scrape and clean for about five minutes. And then we're done? No, then we move on to the next (laughs) tooth. Oh, that sounds important. I'll go get it. Oh, well hurry back. We're doing a neutering next. Chop chop. (laughs) Oh boy, I'll be back. Stat. (gasps) Stat. How do you know the word stat? Who's on a doctor's show? Yeah, hello. (laughs) Sweetie, what's wrong? He watches doctor shows.
1: Oh, DJ, come on now, girl. <laughs> calm down, calm down. So, Kimmy has a surprise of her own as she brings in Ramona and Fernando into the backyard and has them cover their eyes. And she's got a curtain standing up in the backyard blocking something. Kimmy has them open their eyes, and Fernando is not impressed. He's like, it's a curtain. Fernando just looks at Kimmy and asks, why did you have us cover our eyes? And Kimmy just looks at Fernando and says, hey, you get a curtain, I get a curtain. It's sad that Kimmy feels that she has to compete with Fernando for Ramona's affections, which she doesn't have to, but Fernando is just bringing this out of her. Kimmy turns to Ramona and says, Ramona, prepare to have your wildest dream come true. And Ramona is so excited. She's like, no way. And I don't know. What is (laughs) Ramona's wildest dream? (laughs) She says, Harry Styles is tied up behind there. Um, (laughs) I'd be like, uh, no, he's not. (laughs) I love Kimmy's confused expression. She says, no, and now I'm going to have to read your diary. Kimmy turns, pulls the curtain back, and says, ta-da! It's a white pony! Aww! audience looks like, Oh, Look at that pony! It's so cute! And Ramona is just so in love. She goes over to it and is like, oh! It's a real life, my little pony! Ramona looks at Kimmy as she's petting the horse, or the pony, he says, I wanted a my little pony ever since I was I was a my little girl. <laughs> Kimmy goes over to Fernando because he was doing the Olé, Olé, go! And Kimmy goes over and does the same thing to him. And Fernando just curls his lip in annoyance. He's like, it is so puny. It's a puny pony. Kimmy and Ramona just loving on this adorable pony. And Ramona asks Kimmy if she can name her the pony Buttercup. Oh, that is a cute name for that cute little white pony. (laughs) Kimmy says, well, the guy in the van called her Dave, but I don't care. He bought this pony out of a, from a guy in a van? Oh my goodness gracious. Of course, Fernando is not having it. He says, how dare you try... To bribe Ramona with this tiny beast. Hey, this pony's cute. She's not a beast. And Kimmy looks at him. And she's like, me? You turned her bedroom into a froyo disco. Finally, Ramona finally says here, guys, please don't fight over me. And Kimmy suggests, hey, let's take Buttercup down to Giridelli Square and get her some chocolate. Is that how it's actually pronounced? Giridelli? Giridelli. I've always pronounced it Girid. Girideli. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought the H was silent. <laughs> That's just and I, I, I I've been calling it Giridelli for so long, I can't call it by its actual name. It'd just be too weird. So, Kimmy's leading Buttercup away, and he says to Ramona, I read somewhere that horses love chocolate or that it kills them. Either way. Oh, God. Buttercup, no! <laughs> Don't eat that chocolate! Kimmy says, We'll Google it on the way. So,. Fernando grabs Ramona by the arm and says, forget that pint-sized pony, I will buy you a real Mustang that gets 21 MPG City, 30 Highway. Uh, She doesn't have her license yet, so there's no point in getting her an expensive car. Well, she's a first-time driver. I can only imagine what the insurance would be. Okay, now they're really competing. This is getting a bit much. Because Kimmy grabs Ramona, so she... uh, Kind of grabs her to put her in front of her and says, I can top that. Ramona, pack your bags. You, me, and Buttercup are going to Paris. Like, okay, Ramona, I can see at one point she's like, you know what, I, I don't want any of this. I don't want the room. I don't want the adorable pony. Just stop. Kimmy we will ride her straight up the Eiffel Tower. I don't think that horse wants to go up all those steps. I don't think that horse would survive going up all those steps. Not to mention, it's a pony. It's very, it's not ready to have a human on its back yet. So, Fernando is, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas, and he asks Ramona, how would you like an Academy Award? And Ramona is just like, you can get me one? And Fernando's like, yes, just ignore the words Adrian Brody. (laughs) Finally, Ramona is like, come on, guys, why are you acting like this? I would have been, as soon as with the room and, and the pony, I would have been like, okay, what's going on? You're not normally this competitive. Kimmy tells Ramona that when Fernando built that beautiful bedroom for her, Kimmy was afraid that Ramona would want to start spending all her time over there. But I guess Fernando's plan all along was hoping that if Ramona spent more time with him... Kimmy would spend more time with the both of them. That's not the way to go about it, Fernando. A sweet gesture and everything, but my goodness. Aw, he is, Fernando is sweet here, as he asks. Is it wrong for me to want my two special ladies with me under one roof? Aw, Fernando. Look at that adorable face. Aw. And Ramona says, oh, that's so sweet. But I'm a teenager, you guys. I want to spend less time with both of you. Well, that's true. I don't know many teenagers that want to spend time with their parents all all the time. I mean, if they do, that's cool. Ramona praises them and says, you know, it's great. You guys love me so much that you would do all of this for me. But she adds, even if you do go a little bit overboard. And Kimmy's like, well, that's just what we do. We're not normal. (laughs) And Kimmy adds, who wants to be normal anyway with their white picket fences and nonstop flossing? Um, okay. Now, are they referring to flossing like flossing your teeth? Or this flossing dance type thing that I heard about a year or so ago? Ramona looks at Kimmy and says, you're right. We're not normal, but I love that about us. I really don't like the word normal describing things. It's just because nobody is normal. Everyone is unique in their own way. And Fernando says me too and I love that we dance to the beat of our own bongos. Oh look at little buttercup just hanging out. I just want to go and give that pony a hug around the neck. Oh I, I just I, I just I want to. I bet she's got the softest most adorable nose. Soft like velvet. Kimmy asks, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And Ramona says, frozen yogurt pony dance party? (laughs) We jump cut to her bedroom and we see them doing the Gibbler Gallop. Well, I mean, Fernando, Kimmy, and Ramona are, um, I'm not sure. Is, Is Buttercup dancing? Wow, look at Buttercup. Go! Go, Buttercup! Go, Buttercup! Go! Okay, right this way. Just a little further.
2: curtain. Why did you make us cover our eyes? You get a curtain, I get a curtain. <laughs> Ramona, prepare to have your wildest dream come true. No way. Harry Styles is tied up behind there? <laughs> no, and now I'm gonna have to read your diary.
1: Better off of to
0: Ramona with this
2: tiny beast. Me, you turned her bedroom into a froyo disco. <laughs> Guys, please don't fight over me. Good idea. Let's take Buttercup to Ghirardelli Square and get her some chocolate. I read somewhere that horses love chocolate, or that it kills them. <laughs> it probably does. We'll Google it on the way. Forget the pine-sized pony. I will get you a real
0: mustang that gets. 21, MPG City, 30 Highway. Your mileage may vary. See your local dealer today.
2: I can top that. Pack your bags, Ramona. You, me, and Buttercup are going to Paris. We'll ride straight up the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> think, Fernando, think. Ramona, would you like an Academy Award? You can get me one? Yes, just ignore the worst Adrian brody. Come on, guys, why are you acting like this? Because when your father built you such a beautiful room, I was afraid you'd start spending all your time over there.
0: My hope was that if Ramona spent more time with me, then you would spend more time with us.
2: Is it so wrong to want my two special ladies with me under one roof? So sweet. But I'm a teenager, you guys. I want to spend less time with both of you. <laughs> You know what? It's great. You guys love me so much that you would do all of this for me. You know, even if you do go a bit overboard. Well, that's what we do. We're not normal. (laughs) And who wants to be a normal family anyways with their white picket fences and nonstop flossing? You're right. We're not normal. I love that about us.
0: Me too. And I love that we dance to the beat of our own bongos.
2: Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Frozen yogurt pony dance party?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go Buttercup! Go Buttercup! Yeah! Look at her! Let's go back in the Tanner Fuller house because poor Max is on the floor spending time with Cosmo, just feeling sad. Stephanie comes up, asks how he's doing. She's like, are you feeling any better, Max? And he's like, not really. I'm spending time with my emotional support animal. And he has, but I have too many emotions to support. So Stephanie has something for Max that she hopes will make him feel better. What does she have? (laughs) Max is like, I know you have money problems, so my expectations are pretty low. (laughs) Okay, this kid, he is just so honest. She tells Max, I have been waiting 30 years to find the right person to give this to. The right person is you. She pulls it out of... The bag that she has. Or the tote bag. I present to you, Mr. Bear. Mr. Bear! Ah! Max gets up and walks over to her. He is so surprised. He's like, THE Mr. Bear? This guy's a legend. Stephanie hands Mr. Bear to Max and says, And now he's all yours. Max takes Mr. Bear and says, He's definitely cute. And Stephanie is the cutest ever. Max, of course, sets Mr. Bear on the kitchen island, or um, the kitchen counter and says, but I have some concerns. So my guess is Max's concerns are probably what the viewers have all been questioning about Mr. Bear for a long time. So <laughs> Max's first question he's got is, I don't get the outfit. Is he a detective? Does he sell insurance? And Stephanie says, well, he definitely is a detective. Now, if he ever sold insurance, well, I never knew about it. Stephanie tells Max, you know, Mr. Bear helped me through some pretty tough times. And Max grabs Mr. Bear and hugs him, looks at Stephanie and says, sounds like he's your uni. Yeah, Mr. Bear says, Stephanie, what uh, uni is to Max, an uh, emotional support stuffed animal. Stephanie says, yeah, he was. And Max hands Mr. Bear back to Stephanie and says, I can't possibly take him from you. And he he hands Mr. Bear back to Stephanie. Stephanie takes him and says, oh, thank God, this, this was killing me. This makes me think of three men and another baby. The episode where the Tanners are babysitting Tony, well, Jesse and Becky are. Michelle gets jealous. She wants to be a baby again. She's sucking her thumb, sitting in her old crib, and... Jessie comes up with the idea of rewarding Michelle for being a big girl by giving her what she wants most, which is Mr. Bear. And oh my god, I can't wait to get to that episode. <laughs> oh she even she, when Michelle says Stephanie says, Give me Mr. Bear. And Michelle Michelle tells Stephanie, his name is Willie. And Stephanie says, you changed his name? And Michelle's like, you got it, dude. Oh, my gosh. Stephanie is like, oh, kissing Mr. Bear. Like, oh, thank goodness. Here comes Jimmy. Does he have something to make Max feel better? Replacement uni? Jimmy comes in and says, Max, wait till you see what's in the backyard. It's going to blow your mind. Jimmy's like, all right, you're taking too long. He picks Max up and runs. Runs him out into the backyard. Let me guess. It's Buttercup the pony. It's Buttercup with... I'm not sure what that is. It's supposed to be a horn. And she's got a beautiful... Well, she... Oh, it's like a purple lead and oh her... Aww. She looks so cute. Of course, Max is not impressed. He's like, oh, please. That's Buttercup in a unicorn costume. Max is just, he's given up. He's like, thanks for trying, but I'm just not in a happy place. Poor kid, looks like he's about to cry.
2: Hey, Max. You feeling any better, buddy? Not really. I'm spending time with my emotional support animal.
0: (laughs) But I have too many emotions to support.
2: (laughs) Well, I have something that I'm hoping will make you feel better. I know you have money problems. So my expectations are pretty low. I have been waiting more than 30 years to find the right person to get this to. And the right person is you. So... I present to you... Mr. Bear. Uh The Mr. Bear? This guy's a legend! Uh And now he's all yours cute. The cutest ever. (laughs) But, I have some
0: concerns.
2: (laughs) I don't get the outfit. Is he a detective? Does he sell insurance? (laughs) Well, he's definitely a detective. Now, if he ever sold insurance, I never knew about it. (laughs) But Mr. Bear helped me through some pretty tough times. Sounds like he's here at uni. Yeah. He was. I can't possibly take him from you. Don't <laughs> oh, thank God this was killing me. <laughs>
0: Max, wait until you see what's in the backyard. It is going to blow your mind. Okay, you're taking too long. Oh, <laughs>
2: real life unicorn oh please that's buttercup in a unicorn costume thanks for trying but i'm just not in a happy place (laughs) where did you find this horse
0: he was just dancing upstairs at the gibbler house
2: (laughs) fine don't tell me (laughs)
1: So, of course, Stephanie asks, you know, Jimmy, where did you get this horse? And Jimmy says, oh, I just found her dancing up at the Gibbler house. <laughs> and somebody's fine, don't tell me. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Herman Fuller Pet Care. As we got Jackson rocking out as a reception. He's a receptionist. He's doing great. I don't know if this is a Herman Fuller Pet Care slogan when he answers the phone, but... He answers the phone and says, you've got the pet, we've got the vet. He's putting them on, oh, there's this lady holding an adorable cat. It's like white and and gray. It could be kind of a rag doll-ish, maybe mixed with a little Persian. I'm not sure, but this cat is adorable. Oh my gosh, okay, it! so cute. Quinn, come and look at this cat. Quinny. Okay she doesn't care. If the cat isn't her, she doesn't care. I wonder if he's coming up with these quips on his own because he's taking another call, placing someone on hold, and saying if if your patient's furry, there's no need to worry. (laughs) So DJ and Matt come out and DJ's like, hey, Jackson, you're missing all the fun. And Matt says, yeah, we've got a cat with a nasty little rat. You've got to check it out. Ew. Or a cat. And Jackson's like, oh, I would, but I just made a pot of coffee. I got three people on hold, and I'm updating your patient files. So he hands a receipt to the customer with the adorable cat, and the cat's name is Mitzi. <laughs> so cute. And he's like, oh, would Mitzi like a gluten-free snack? I bet she would. And he, there's a jar of pet snacks for either a dog or a cat. And, uh, yeah, he feeds the cat the snack, and the cat just takes it. Oh. <laughs> oh, I like how they have water set up by the receptionist desk on the floor there, you know, in case any dog comes in and they're thirsty. So DJ asked Jackson, like, hey, isn't Janet back from her break yet? And Jackson's like, you know, she is such a sweetie. I gave her the rest of the day off. And DJ is like, um, without checking with us. <laughs> Jackson says, come on, mom, she works really hard. Plus, it's her birthday. You sort of forgot. And DJ's surprised, like, wait, what? She never said anything. <laughs> Jackson is reminding her, like, mom, you have to talk to people. And DJ is insulted. She's like, I talk to people. And Jackson asks, well, what's her husband's name? And DJ's like, she's married? Oh, my God. How do you not know? (laughs) Jackson goes back to his work of answering calls and moving, you know, things around in the schedule to fit people in for, you know, his next client, Mr. Whiskers. And Matt and DJ have got their coffee cups there. They're just, they're they're floored. Like, oh, this kid is like a magician here with how he's, you know, running the ship. Now here in the receptionist office while, you know, Matt and I are in the examination rooms getting stuff done. Matt looks at Jax and he's like, wow, it's like he was born with a headset. But DJ is concerned. She's like, yeah, but that's not the reason I brought him down here. So maybe his calling is more dealing with, you know, people and phones and stuff. And Matt takes a sip of that coffee and says, like, mm, mm. Have you tasted this coffee? This is delicious. How does he do it? Guess he's a master with a Mr. Coffee, too. Jackson's like, oh, it's a dash of cinnamon. Oh, cinnamon. I love cinnamon. I love it. So, DJ's a little disappointed. She was kind of excited about the idea that maybe Jackson might follow in her footsteps. Matt tells DJ, you know, it's normal for a parent to feel that way for, you know, wanting their kid to follow in their footsteps. But I gotta say, I mean, I think this kid has found his calling. DJ says, well, I wouldn't go that far. She takes a sip of coffee. She goes, whoa, that is freaking delicious. I love her coffee mug. It's so cute. It's got like different dog faces on it with different colored backgrounds. It's got a golden retriever with the red background and then it's got like a lilac background in the next one with maybe like a corgi or something
2: good afternoon harman fuller pet care you've got the pet we've got the pet please hold good afternoon harman fuller pet care if your patient's furry there's no need to worry please hold hey jackson you're missing all the fun yeah you know, we got a cat with a nasty little rash you gotta check it out <laughs> Oh, I, I would, but I just put on a fresh pot of coffee. Uh, I got three people on hold, and I'm updating your patient files. Can't you see Mrs. Bayhardt. And would Vinci you like a gluten-free snack? Yes, she would.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye now. Oh. Hey, isn't Janet back yet? You know, she's such a sweetie. I gave her the rest of the day off. About checking with us? come on mom she works really hard plus it's her birthday you sort of forgot wait what hey, she never said anything you have to talk to people i talk to people what's her husband's name she's married <laughs> uh, Jeez, geez i should probably uh so sorry to keep you tell you what let me move some things around and i can squeeze mr whiskers in at three wow it's like he was born with a headset yeah but that's not the reason i brought him down here Mm. have you tried his coffee this is freaking delicious how does he do it it's a dash cinnamon Mm. i was excited at the idea that he might follow in my footsteps baby i think it's natural for any parent to feel that way but i gotta say i think this kid has found his calling i wouldn't go that
1: all right so let's go to the next scene which of course is in max and jackson's bedroom max is still feeling sad and stephanie comes in she's got something behind her back she says uh max i don't know if you're gonna like this but it's worth a shot she fixed uni oh and max is so happy like Uni, you're alive! And Stephanie says, you know, I tried my best to patch her up, but, you know, hey, maybe you can call her Franken-uni. Because she's got a bunch of uh, stitch marks on her. And Max is impressed. He's like, hey, I like her. She's got character. he notices the zipper that kind of runs down the side of her neck, like, hey, she's even got a zipper for hiding things. And Stephanie's surprised. She's like, really? You're okay with this? And Max says, looks aren't important. It's what's on the inside that counts. And Stephanie says, uh, speaking of insides, if she's a little lumpy, it's because I ran out of stuffing and had to use an oven mitt. Well, hey. She's got character now. So Max says, thanks, Aunt Stephanie. I'm sorry I was such a downer today. Stephanie tells him, yeah, it's all right. I mean, you went through a lot. And Stephanie asks Max, so does this mean you forgive me? Max says, yeah, I forgive you. And so does Uni." And they hug. Oh. So Max notices uh, a patch on Yuni's backside. He's like, "What's this patch?" And Stumpy says, "Oh, it's from an old jacket." And Max looks and says, "S, who's Bon Jovi?" Oh, come on. Stumpy says, "He's a cowboy on a steel horse. He rides." <laughs> I love Max Max's confused look. And she's like, trust me, it's cool. If you're my age. Which, if anybody asks, is twenty-six. Max just like raises his eyebrows, like really and stuff. She's like, uh, 27? He shakes his head, like, no. Alright, definitely under 30. Max is like, no. Hey Max. I'm not sure if you're gonna
2: like this. But I thought I'd give it one more shot. Aww. Uni, You're alive! <laughs> I tried my best to patch her up. But maybe you can call her Frank and uni. <laughs> important it's what's on the inside that counts. Uh, speaking of what's on the inside, if she's a little lumpy, it's because I ran out of stuffing and I had to use an oven mitt. <laughs> Thanks, Aunt Stephanie. Mm, sorry I'll set you down here today. It's okay. You went through a lot. So does this mean you forgive me? I forgive you. And so does Uni. Come here, kid. Aww. jacket Here's bon Jovi. he's a cowboy on a steel horse he rides trust me it's cool if you're my age which if anybody asks is 26 <clears> 27 <throat> definitely under 30
1: Alright, so the ladies are having their she wolf downtime as DJ's pouring some wine. Just they're kind of going over how their day went. And DJ's like, so uh, Ramona got a pony, a new bedroom, and a frozen yogurt shop? And Stephanie says, yeah, I mean, and Tommy killed Uni, but I brought her back to life. Kimmy adds, just another fuller Friday. Apparently <laughs> Stephanie says it's Monday, and Kimmy's like, "Oh, good! I thought I missed the whole week." Oh my gosh! As so DJ takes a seat at the table, she tells them, "You know, for a minute, I let myself imagine that Jackson wanted to be a veterinarian." And DJ explains how, you know, she got so excited. I mean, she's been had wanted to be a vet since she was 10 years old. Kimmy says, well, if I know anything about human behavior, and Stephanie says, quick, somebody else speak. DJ says, go ahead, Kimmy. And Kimmy says, no, Stephanie was right. I had nothing. Here comes Jackson. I don't know what time of night it is or what he's been doing. He's like, honey, I'm home. And as he's pulling his jacket off and he puts his bag on the table, he, he kisses DJ on the head and says, oh, what a day at the office. Jackson lets DJ know that he took the liberty of ordering Janet an ergonomic chair. Is that one of those massage type chairs? Apparently, Janet's had terrible back pains ever since she slipped in the supermarket. DJ's going over to Jackson. She's like, Janet did what? And Jackson continues like, yeah, I mean, she couldn't play the cello for a whole month. Literally, yeah, DJ doesn't really do any real conversing with Janet about anything outside of the work, because she did not even know that Janet plays the cello. Jetson says, oh, yeah, beautifully. And by the way, her name is Janice. DJ is shocked. She's like, it is? So, DJ, how long have you been calling Janet the wrong name? You've been calling her Janet instead of Janice? Oh Jackson's like nah I was just with you, messing with you. <laughs> Jackson tells DJ, you know, I've been thinking about my future and I don't want to answer phones and make coffee. And DJ's like, oh that's good. And Jackson says, Well I just want to make coffee. So he wants to be a barista? Yeah, he wants to he he wants to be a barista. He's like, you know, steaming the milk, microwaving the brownies, writing the names on the cups. And he tells her, you know, it's not going to be easy, but nothing worthwhile is. I mean, you taught me that. And he heads upstairs and she just kind of looks like, what? I, I taught him that? <laughs> I'm so confused. And DJ says, you know, technically I did teach him that. Max comes downstairs and Stephanie asks where Uni is. And he says, well, Uni's upstairs. And he says, you know, I realized I didn't have Uni all day. But the world didn't end. He's like, you know, I was okay on my own. Well, yes, you were. Good for you, Max. So Max has decided that Uni should live on the shelf. Unless he really needs her. And DJ's like, wow, sounds like you're really growing up. This is like, yep. And it never would have happened without Aunt Stephanie's carelessness. <laughs> Stephanie is kind of like, uh, you're welcome, Max. <laughs> I guess. But DJ and Kimmy sit back down at the table as Kimmy says, you know who else is growing up? My Ramona. Turns out she's becoming a happy, well adjusted young adult. And Kimmy's like, maybe too well adjusted. What kind of kid doesn't take bribes? And then she decides, I'll call a therapist in the morning. So DG is like, wait wait a minute. You're concerned that Ramona is too normal? She comes Ramona comes in with Buttercup and she's put some purple in Buttercup's hair and braided. Some of her mane. And Ramona even has braided some white and lilac colors into her. Oh, they're scarves. Like thin, wispy scarves. Oh, I like that. So she tells everybody, the ladies, that she's going to head over to Papa's house to watch Mean Girls and eat carrots. DJ tells Kimmy, yeah, I don't think you have anything to worry about.
2: A new bedroom and a frozen yogurt shop. (laughs) Yeah, and Tommy killed Uni, but I brought her back to life. (laughs) Just another Fuller Friday. (laughs) It's Monday. Oh, good. I thought I missed the whole week. (laughs) You know, for a minute let myself imagine that Jackson wanted to be a veterinarian. I mean, I got so excited. I've wanted to be a vet since I was ten years old. Well, if I know anything about human behavior... Oh, quick! Somebody else speak. <laughs> Go ahead, Kimmy. No, Stephanie was right. I had nothing. <laughs> Honey, I'm home.
0: Oh, man. What
1: a day at the office, am I right? <laughs> hey, Mom. I took the liberty of
2: ordering Janet an ergonomic chair. She's had terrible back pain ever since she slept in the supermarket. She did what? Yeah, she couldn't play the cello for a whole month. <laughs> Janet plays the cello? Beautifully. And by the way, uh, her name is Janice. <laughs> it is? Nah, Man, just messing with you. <laughs> anyway, uh. I've been thinking about my future, and I don't want to answer phones and make coffee. Oh, good. I just want to make coffee. (laughs) Oh, good. I want to be a barista, you know, steaming the milk, microwaving the brownies, writing the names on the cups. It's not going to be easy, but nothing worthwhile is. You taught me that. (laughs) Technically, I did teach him that. (laughs) Oh, hey Max! Where's Uni? Uh, she's upstairs. Is everything okay? Yeah, but you know what I realized? I didn't have Uni all day. But the world didn't end. I was okay on my own. So, I decided Uni should live on the shelf. Unless I really need her. Wow! Uh, Sounds like you're really uh, growing up. up. Yep. And it never would've
0: happened without at Stephanie's carelessness. (laughs)
2: Uh, You're welcome, Max (laughs) You know who else is growing up? My Ramona Turns out she's becoming a happy, well-adjusted young adult Maybe too (laughs) well-adjusted What kid doesn't take bribes? I'll call a therapist in the morning (laughs) Oh, wait, you're concerned that Ramona is too normal? I'm going to head over to Papa's house to watch Mean Girls and Eat Carrots. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you have anything
1: to worry about. Alright, well that was the episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. I thought this was this was a cute episode. There's definitely a lot of things going on with just about every single person in that house. So, best Outfit of the episode, I actually am going to do it combined with Ramona and, and Buttercup at the end, where they both had, you know, purple and white, you know, bright. I just, I thought it was so cute. I just thought it was so adorable. So both them to combine, that's going to be the best look outfit of the episode. I'm just going to call it best look of the episode. And Uni Max's stuffed unicorn is going to get the best makeover of the episode. If I have to go for best outfit outfit. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with I like Janet's outfit as a you know, receptionist. I thought it was very cute. Even though I think she was wearing No, I thought she was wearing a a, a night's nice outfit, not scrubs. For worst outfits, Mm. maybe Fernando's shirt when he came in with Ramona and Kimmy when Kimmy reveals Buttercup, the horse, the pony. (laughs) Tanner teachable moments for this episode are going to definitely be let your kids follow their own dreams even if you kind of want them to follow in your footsteps, allow them to be their own self individually and realize their own talents don't push y- what you want them to do for a career onto th- that themselves because that's not fair um, let's see, also as far as Kimmy Fernando and Ramona go don't get into a competition with your your ex over your kid like I'll give you this or I'll give you that if you stay over here at my place or if you come live with me don't I don't like that there are other ways to be able to handle things plus it's not fair on the child as far as for Max and Uni and Stephanie I like that even though Max was upset and Stephanie to go out of her, her way to try to make things right by, you know, at first giving up Mr. Bear, but Max gives Mr. Bear back to Stephanie. But, and Stephanie is able to fix Uni. And then in doing this, Max learned that, you know, he had been without Uni for like a full day. And he realized like maybe, I mean, Uni's still important, but maybe he doesn't need her as much as he used to. So, I like that. That was a cute lesson, too. So, yeah. Alright. I will be back this week with the first episode in the Tanner Girls in Love series for February. I'll be kicking things off with Baby Love. Dealing with Michelle and Howie. So, alright. Everyone have a wonderful day and please continue to be safe and take precautions. And also, if you want to get your voice heard on the podcast, I would love to hear from you, your input on Full House and Fuller House, your favorite characters, your favorite episodes, least favorite characters, least favorite episodes. Email them to omhcfhfhpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Also, if you have a moment, go on iTunes and leave a review. All five-star reviews help the podcast get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans like yourselves. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. And happy birthday to Sonny Bringus. Even though her birthday was yesterday, because today is the third. (laughs) All right. Oh, her birthday was on Groundhog's Day. I just.
0: (sighs) Okay. Bye-bye, everyone.